Santiago, Chile, Wednesday, May 2nd, three weeks ago. Jonathan Wyatt decided to wait before killing his target. He'd followed Christopher Combs all across Chile, from one isolated village to the next, up into the mountains and back to the capital, wondering what the lying SOB was doing. To avoid exposure, he'd stayed loose, well back from Combs, not making contact with any of the people his adversary had visited. Now his target was safely ensconced in an executive suite at the Ritz-Carlton, five hundred U.S. dollars a night, which raised a whole host of questions considering Combs' government salary. The reservation confirmed for the next ten days. To add a further insult, Combs was currently lying in the hotel's spa, having the kinks in his fifty-eight-year-old back worked out. Be patient. That's what he'd told himself for the past eight years. But it was hard. Wyatt had been known within the intelligence community as a man of few words. He spoke sparingly, on purpose, which many times forced others to talk too much. Silence was an acquired art he'd mastered, and he knew what they'd called him behind his back. The Sphinx. But he hadn't cared. And it mattered no longer. His twenty-year career as an intelligence operative had ended eight years ago, thanks to Christopher Combs and Cotton Malone. The latter brought the charges against him, which the former had assured would be quashed, calling the administrative hearing a mere formality. Two men had died in a bad situation. Malone blamed him for the deaths, calling them unnecessary and sacrificial. He'd resented both allegations. He and Malone had found themselves trapped under fire with three agents nearby who could help. He was the senior in charge, so he made the call to bring them in, but Malone had objected. So he'd cold-cocked Malone with the butt of his revolver and ordered them in anyway. Malone filed an indictment, and he hated him for it. The glory boy of the Magellan Billet and Stephanie Nell, its director. He'd heard the tales of commendations Malone refused, and how he could do little to no wrong. Ex-Navy commander, lawyer, pilot, you name it, Malone could do it. He'd even made a convincing witness against him. And the admin board, empowered apparently to second-guess people in the field, heard the testimony of Malone and three others, then ruled that he had indeed acted recklessly. He was summarily fired with a loss of all benefits.